Coming at you like a bout of indigestion that no Tums can cure. This is Sports Best, broadcasting to you fake live and direct of the Believe Podcast Network. Pretty simple. Our special algorithm programmed by Uncle Kirk removed all the particles, debris, and the worst, and only gives us the best stuff and leaves us also with a nice lavender smell. He is Andrew Keller, once deadlifted an entire VW Volkswagen bus, and I'm Larry Olson, and I'm basically dead inside. Hello, Andrew. Hello. It's amazing what happens when you're trying to leave a football game and a VW double parks behind you. You just pick it up and you drive home and eat some fruity pebbles. Ah, it was, I got to be honest, I was there and I watched it. I was like, of course he did. Of course he just deadlift, deadlift yeah. VW bus. I feel like this is the time where I give the disclaimer. There are so many sports possibly going on right now. We just got a winner of the Tour de France. But nonetheless, we're going to start with the KBO standings because we have a man rub bet who's going to finish higher in the Korean baseball organization. Atop the league right now, the NC Dinos, they have a winning percentage of 618. Your team, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers of the KBO, the LG Twins, just thought I'd throw there, have a winning percentage of 556. My team, the New York Yankees of the KBO, the Kia Tigers, have a winning percentage of 536. These playoffs start in roughly a month. So are we just saying the team with the best record or the team that finishes the best gets the, the best man record? Right? I think I, we're gonna have to go back to the tape to figure that out. But I'm gonna, I think it was for the best. We were we were deep in a different dark place when we made this <laughs> bet. We had no idea we'd even be making it to October. But uh, I'm excited to see what happens. Okay, just to recap, just to recap, we have the hockey finals going on. We have the NBA NBA playoffs going on. We have soccer underway. Of course, the NFL season is going on. The baseball playoffs are fast approaching. We have the Tour de France. We have the U.S. Open. But guess what broke the internet this week? Andrew Keller. Was it the Dallas Stars being in the playoffs for the first time? No. It was Coach Bill Belichick's shirt. (laughs) I love this story. I love this story so much. Bill Belichick, coach, grumpy coach of the Patriots, shows up to his Wednesday press conference wearing a shirt, a sweatshirt that had been ripped. His hair was disheveled. What did he think was going to happen when the camera started rolling? I want to point out, I am not a Patriots fan. And if I was, or if I was Robert Kraft, I would want my coach wearing exactly that. Steve Jobs famously wore the same thing every day because he didn't want to focus or waste any brain power. Bill Belichick is focusing on trick plays and how to come up with a scheme and not his wardrobe. Let me just push back on what you just said. Steve Jobs wore the same thing every day. So everybody couldn't ask, like, oh, you're wearing black again. Belichick showed up with holes in his sweater. Of course they're going to ask him about that. I'd like to push back again. I think those holes are a clear-cut sign that he wore that shirt every single day. That's not – it didn't come like that. He wore those holes in. That means he's been working. Of course, the Internet literally broke down my favorite tweet from someone who said, Bill Belichick got mauled by a bear on his way to work. <laughs> They had another one of, I can't remember the terrorist who got arrested, but they had him side by side and they looked pretty similar. So this one said, he looks like he's been in the lab all night and has invented time travel. (laughs) I stand by my declaration that I I would want Bill Belichick to be the coach of my team any day of the week. I don't care what he looks like. I, I would, I would agree with that. But my, this, here's my question. Doesn't Bill know that if he comes to a press conference where there's TVs and there's a hole in his shirt, it's going to become a big deal. He's, he's smart. He's got to know this. We're on to Cincinnati. 
That's what oh. he's focused on. Uh, speaking of people not really paying attention oh. to what they're doing, oh. sixth oh. round pick of the 2011 draft and the LA Chargers quarterback has a punctured lung. Ouch. <laughs> so apparently the team doctors were giving him a shot for the pain he had from an already broken rib and went a little bit too far and popped a lung. So he missed last week and he's going to miss next week. So we, me and the boys, were watching this game. We're like, uh-huh. and I'm thinking to myself, why is the rookie quarterback playing the World Series, World Super Bowl winning Chiefs? Like, why in the world would they put, why don't they have their starting quarterback in the game? We couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. Then we see the Tyrod Taylor wincing in pain. So I'm assuming that this doctor didn't start like the day before. Like, the day before wasn't the first day on the job. Probably not, but the NFLPA, the Players Association, has launched an investigation to see what happened. I, I think that for being an NFL doctor or any professional sports doctor, it's more of a volunteer job to use for marketing for your normal practice. And so, like, this could probably get the doctor out. Um, I've talked – I knew someone that, like, knew the 49ers orthopedic surgeon, and that was basically volunteering for posterity. So – this is not helping his cause. So the marketing for this doctor is, hey, I once l- l- tried to help someone's ribs and I punctured their lung. Hire me. Right. I think that's exactly it. And so I think I would go to him because the <laughs> best way to learn a lesson is through failure. And he has learned the hardest lesson. Did you see the coach, Anthony Lynn, giving his press conference? He looked, he looked rough. He, was, he looked very upset. He had to break the news about what happened. It's kind of like the doctor messed up. And they're like, coach, you got to go out there and tell him what happened. So – I've never sued anybody. I'm assuming Tyrod Taylor is going to sue the Chargers. Here's the deal. He was sort of brought in on an incentive-laden contract because this rookie is presumably going to be the quarterback, so they don't want to pay Tyrod Taylor a lot of money. Like, he had large amounts of bonuses based on the games that he played. So I'm assuming he's going to get those. And then, by the way, oh, yeah, he probably thinks he's going to play three more years, so he's going to uh, um, sue for future damages. So – I'm assuming he got a broken lung, but he's going to get some money out of this. I don't know. I've never sued anybody. Well, maybe, maybe you should start and you can learn by doing it. Everyone's saying, or all the reports are saying that he's not upset. He's going to move on. Uh, maybe that it just counts as an automatic game played. I mean, that would be in the, the, their best interest, I think. <laughs> Once again, if, if you're Tyrod Taylor and you're like, hey, Doc, my ribs are really hurting, and then he gives you the shot and you're like, Doc, I can't breathe. <laughs> like, I know this isn't funny, but it's like, I, think I mean, there's an, there's inherent risk with any type of procedure that you do. I like, I don't know if you can, if you can lay the blame. I don't know. We live in a country where everybody wants to blame someone and I'm not on board with this. You travel abroad. You don't see guardrails up. If you get hurt, it's your fault. Like take some responsibility. I don't know if Tyrod Taylor is going to sue or not, but he shouldn't. What I just heard out of your mouth was it's Tyrod Taylor's fault. That's just what I heard. He shouldn't have broken his ribs. <laughs> oh, this story is awful. I'm sorry for laughing. I, I'm not bringing out the sports best. I'm bringing out the sports worst than me. So I apologize. We got to move on or I'm going to keep giggling. Hey, baseball's had uh, none fans all season long. None yeah. fans. All the games, none fans. But the commissioner of baseball announced this week that there will be fans starting in the playoffs. Not the first round, not the second round, but the National League Championship Series, which, as you know, is going to be held in your neck of the woods, Arlington, Texas, because Texas – they don't, you know, they don't have the COVID Texas restrictions. Texas won the World Series. Texas won the World Series. So 
they're going to hold the National League Championship Series there and the World Series. Fans will be allowed. They're not said exactly how many, but fans yeah. will be coming to the uh, playoffs in Texas. Yeah, it's outdoor stadium. I mean, it could be 10 people. It could be – I think the capacity is 40,000. So anything in between. People want to be there. They want to make money. So this is what's interesting, right? National League, there will be playoffs because it's a Texas. The American League is holding its playoffs in San Diego at Petco Park and I believe Dodger Stadium. Maybe it's Angel Stadium. One of those two. Dodgers. Dodger Stadium. There will be no fans there. So only in the National League playoffs there will be playoffs. Pick people. I have, we talked about this last week, I think, with the Pac-12 potentially getting sports back and like do, following suit from the from the Big Ten, and and they're like, well, California won't let us play, and then Gavin Newsom goes on record saying, I never said you couldn't play, go ahead and play. So he is part of the reason that they're not having. It. I'm not saying that's a wrong, but uh, that's part of the reason. I wanted to know, like, what happens around these stadiums during games. Like, do people go anyways? Can you actually see in? So I took my boys. We live in San Francisco. Went to the Giants game. They were playing the Rockets. I wanted to see if, like, people actually congregate. And there was, like, five people. And there was, like, a little tiny sliver where you could, like, see into the stadium. People were not congregating around that. These people looked ridden hard and put away wet. It was just this group of nasty men just – with gloves and transistor radios, and they were just like, hey, we're going we're gonna to live the dream here. That sounds like um, Marty McFly looking, peeping on his future wife and Back to the Future. That's, that's what you're doing. You're hanging from a tree with your binoculars, wearing your Calvin Klein underwear. I just had this idea there would be a lot more people. There's not. Like at these, I mean, once again, at Giants Stadium, like there's nobody there. Well, yeah, because you're looking through a sliver of, that's true. of fence. Like, I'm I not just thought that like, hey, people would commune and hang up, but that's not the case. Did I tell you I watched Tim Tim Lincecum pitch a no-hitter from that free viewing area at AT AT&T? Of course you've got the best luck in the world. Of course you would see that. Yeah. So if you get the chance, go to a game with me and you'll see a perfect game (laughs) or a no-hitter. Will you get me into the Gotham Club? Is that a chance? Yeah. I know some people. I'll make some phone calls. So you took your kids to the game and you have kids. I don't have any kids. Uh Oh. Did Did you you know about Gordon that I know about. Gordon <laughs> Hayward, they just welcomed their fourth child oh, into this world great. on Wednesday. Nice. Yeah. And I want to go on record saying I share a birthday with Gordon Theodore Hayward. He was born on my birthday, and so I'm glad they held out for that. But originally they were saying he was going to leave the bubble for the birth of his son, but he had an injury earlier, so he went home, had to quarantine to get back in. They're like, we're not going to go through this again. So he missed the birth of his fourth child. Is being in the room during birth important? Listen, it is, but I admire his bubble dedication. He is dedicated to the bubble. So hey, He's man, making money for the, for the future college fund. Exactly. That's bubble dedication. Hey, wife, sorry, can't come to the birth. I'm in the bubble. Sorry, wife. So, I mean, look at the numbers. I don't know how much they make per game. Let's say 100K. Like, would you, would you pay 100K to see the birth of your child okay but here's the point if you leave the bubble it's more than just one game it's like two weeks of games so yeah, it's like no he would miss two games if he if you re-quarantined so that's a lot of bubble cash that he would lose yeah listen man so, you don't want to go below the mates of dixon line if i could have gotten out of seeing what went down downstairs i would have done hey man i'm in the bubble wife can't go peace out hold on. can't be there call your mom did someone grab you by the back of the neck and say look at this 
<laughs> like you didn't you didn't have to you had an aggressive nurse room. i had an aggressive nurse you could aggressive. be in the room where it happened this nurse told me i had to see it and th guess what happened i became a vegetarian never ate you did it again. three times three times three times miss it miss Dixon. i don't eat meat anymore I'm vegetarian here's the thing here's the takeaway from this you just don't learn your lesson <laughs> first time you look next to you just hold her hand and say i love you dude it's like a tractor beam suck me in there with this stuff Ooh, yeah okay i would have gordon hayward i'm with you bubble bubble bros bubble bros for your fourth kid you're gonna stay in the bubble i am gonna stay in the bubble um you know the worst part about playing golf with your buddies you're like having a good time it's been five hours you're out you know doing some drinks doing some gambling just boo, 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 boo. the worst part is the 18th hole because that's when the round is over and you got to say goodbye you got to do the shake but tiger woods has a brand new golf course in lovely missouri and he's got a 19th hole yeah it's like a surprise bonus 19th hole it's his first public course that he's ever designed he put a 19th hole do you see the pictures of this place like it's unbelievable it's like in a rock quarry and it's got like an island it's it almost like it belonged at disney world it exactly it's like a it worked Disney World, it's like almost like a miniature golf course. It's like unbelievable. Bon bonus 19th hole. I'm going to push back on what you said. I don't think the worst part of golf is the 18th hole. The last time we played golf was the hottest day in record in King City. <laughs> People were throwing up, passing out. I think that's the worst part of golf is golf in King City on the nine-hole course. That's the worst part. Oh, listen, I love me some Salinas in King City. It was lovely to be there. Yes, John Kishimoto did hurl, but <laughs> Everybody else was fine. Well, I thought this was cool that the, the, the golf course is named after Payne Stewart, who is from the Ozarks, and it's in that area. So that's kind of a cool nod. I'm a Payne Stewart fan. I've never been to a golf course. Hope I get to go sometime when I'm playing 18 and like, hey, there's one more. I'd be like, what? A bonus hole? I think that'd be cool. Is this the only one in the world that has 19? I don't know. That's a good question. I Googled it, and I got um, some bad words come back to me. It was like I got directed to the dark web. So – Oh. Don't ever Google. Uh, the FBI is going to come knocking on your door. Yeah, seriously, don't Google 19th old. The FBI comes to your door. Speaking of FBI investigations, Tiger King's Carol Baskin edges out former NBA All-Star Charles Oakley to stay alive on Dancing with the Stars. You know why this is important? <laughs> why is this important? Because my mom cares. And my mom listens to the show. That's why this story is important. Your mom cares about Carol Baskin, Charles Oakley, or Dancing with the Stars? All three. She, all, listen, she has no idea that Charles Oakley was a big deal. She's like, who's the big man dancing with the people? Loves Dancing with the Stars. Charles Oakley is such a grumpy dude. I can't believe he's on Dancing with the Stars. Well, we can inform her now that he's a 19-year NBA veteran. He was inducted <laughs> into the Virginia Sports Hall of Fame and Museum. So he's played with a lot of different teams. He's a tall guy. And famously of the Oakley Sunglasses franchise. Really? I just made that up. Um, who, who was the first name? Carol Ridsley? Carol Baskin? Who's that? You didn't watch Tiger King? Oh, she's on the show? That's who, yeah, they were in like the bottom elimination. So it was between her and uh, Oakley and Wait a she minute. stayed alive. The chick from Tiger King is on Dancing with the Stars? Yeah, Hello Kittens and whatever the one oh that like, killed her gosh. husband. And she's, she's got her own TV show lined up after this. I saw early on, I think it might have been the first episode, Tyra Banks was trying to go to her and was like, oh, you... <laughs> You brought the tiger out, and she like just stone faced would shake her, shook her head like she's she's famous for being the Tiger King lady, but she won't embrace it. I cannot wait to ask my mom, "Hey, 
Do you know the Carol lady on Dances with the Stars? Why is she famous? I want to see what her response is going to be. You think she's going to listen to the show before you talk to her? Or are you going to um, call her after the show? She probably, oh, that's a good question. I think it's 50-50. Happy trails, Charles Oakley. Wish you could have gone further. Oh, my gosh. I cannot believe we made it through another edition of Sports Best. The algorithm Kirk Peterson put together today was outstanding. Go look at a picture of Bill Belichick and a hole in his sweater. Google Tiger Woods' new golf course and definitely go watch Tiger King. For Andrew Keller, I'm Larry Olson. This is Sports Best.